0: Welcome to my podcast Ayurvedic Healing and Beyond and this is your host Dr. Vignesh Devraj. Today my episode is about this virus outbreak and that is creating a lot of fear among people in a global way and which is creating a lot of economic slowdown and more than that people are more into anxiety than any other time just because of the virus. There is a statement the fear of the attack is much more stronger than the attack itself. And that is what we see around. More than the viral infection, people are more worried about the viral infection than the viral infection itself. Now, before we go into the details of the infection that could potentially happen, let us also understand few things and question few things that the media has been telling us. Now, whenever you see the history of virus outbreaks, especially in the Northern Hemisphere, which has winter from November till uh, mid-March or end of March. You will see that the virus outbreak usually happens in the Northern Hemisphere, usually between December and end of March. And why is that the virus outbreak is always happening in this period of time? And if you look at the Southern Hemisphere, you will see it will happen between the beginning of June and end of August, because that's when the winter is. And why is the viral outbreak usually happening during the winter times or in some parts of the world during the monsoon times or in the winter times of the southern hemisphere? Is it that the virus only likes it when it is winter time? Of course, the temperature supports the outbreak, but more than that, the lifestyle of people during the winter time is something that is quite unhealthy. Now, let's just understand what is the lifestyle in the winter time of a Typical Northern Hemisphere people, Uh, or let's just take the Europe, for example. Uh, By beginning of December, people start preparing for the Christmas and during the Christmas, people consume a lot of alcohol, not for everyone, and they consume a lot of sugar, unhealthy lifestyle, a lot of food, and on top of that, it's really cold. Because when it is cold, the body has to invest a lot of its energy to keep the body warm. So there itself, a lot of energy is invested and on top of that when we consume a lot of heavy food that is very difficult to digest it creates a lot of toxins or we can also call it a slow poison for the body to eliminate according to ayurveda the word for the human body is called as sharira, which means our body is a constant dying mechanism it keeps on dying every moment even though it's a spiritual meaning the medical uh, meaning of this word is our body keeps eliminating toxins every moment. So when we are eliminating toxins every moment, or when we are eliminating waste every moment, our body is being alive. The difference between a living body and a dead body is a living body is a constant waste eliminating mechanism. Whereas a dead body stops eliminating waste. It just putrefies and it's gone. So when we consume a lot of unhealthy food, And when we live an unhealthy lifestyle, if our sleep is disturbed, when there is too much of sugar, when there is too much of heavy food, the body has to invest a lot of energy to get it eliminated. And the more the toxins in our body, the less our energy to do our day-to-day activities including our immune system. By the way, immunity according to modern medicine is more about uh, vaccination or flu shots. But in Ayurveda, the concept of immunity we call it as in Sanskrit it's called as ojas or vitality or even there is a word called Pradhiroda shakti which means our ability of the body to recover as soon as possible when it has a, a health issue. The faster the recovery of the body the greater our immune system and longer the recovery it means our immune system is not so good. Now what are the aspects of this immunity like we said The more toxins in our body, our immunity seems to be less. So during the months of December, January and February, this is when our lifestyle in general as a cultural basis is not so healthy for our body and on top of that, it's really cold. Because a cold weather, the body has to keep itself warm, so it has to invest extra energy. See if you look at all the electricity utility. In hot countries, most of the utility is to keep the rooms cold. And in cold countries, most of the energy utility is to keep it hot. The same is for the body. When you have an extreme cold temperature outside, the body has to invest a lot of its energy to keep it warm. So we cannot take our lifestyle for granted when it becomes very cold or when, it, when there is an extreme temperature. So at that time, if we tend to consume lots of heavy to digest food, our body's immune system generally goes down. And it is not that the virus loves to come during this time. It's because our immune system is low. That's when it tends to affect. Now let's understand from where is this concept coming. The allopathic system, which believes in the concept of germ theory, came up with this idea from Louis Pasteur. Louis Pasteur said that germ is the cause of a disease. It is only because there is a germ, somebody is sick. And how he came up with that, he started Observing people's body fluids who are sick. So whenever he saw somebody sick and he checked the body fluids in a Microscope he found they have lots of microbes Microbes means it could be fungus or bacteria or it could be also be a virus and he came up with the idea People are sick and their body fluids are having lots of microbes. So that means Microbes are the cause of the disease or germs are the cause of the disease Now let's question it with another analogy Imagine there is a city and in the city you have lots of waste being piled up and if the waste that is being piled up if people are not coming and recycling it and disposing it in a scientific way this waste can the trash can keep on piling up and later it can start attracting rats or rodents. So when these rats or rodents come and eat this waste it's going to spread the whole city with this leftover waste that the rats are eating. So after some days, if the waste is not really recycled or disposed of properly, the whole city can be filled with rats and the waste these rats are bringing. Now imagine a new tourist is coming to the city and he sees that, oh my god, look at all the waste these rats are bringing. Now the only way I can save the city from pollution is, I have to kill these rats. And he invests millions of dollars to find some antibiotics to kill the rats. but killing the rats could be a temporary quick fix but the real solution is we have to get the waste that is being stored that is attracting the rats in the first place. So we need to understand there is a significant difference between cause of a disease and the triggering factor of a disease. The rat is only a triggering factor. In Ayurveda we call it nimitta karana which means a short term cause that can trigger a potential attack. However. The real cause is the waste that is being piled up. And the same is with our body. When we consume a lot of sugar, when we consume a lot of milk products or cheese, chocolates, things that we get from the bakery and on top of that, when we have lots of alcohol and if you are into smoking and if your sleep is disturbed and on top of that, if you are really stressed out, it is quite natural the body's immune system really goes down. And depending on your genetics, depending on how your life has been before, how you have kept it, But if your immune system generally goes down, that is when these viral outbreaks can have a real torture on that person's body. Now, let me give you an example. Imagine there is a person, he has a very lazy attitude towards work. And if he sees somebody is working, he will go to every extent possible to make sure that person is also becoming lazy because he feels only when others are also lazy, he can continue to be lazy because that gives him a sense of harmony. If you put this person in a company where people are like, some people are quite working in culture, I mean they love to work, and some people are extremely lazy. So if you put a person like this who is very lazy to a company where people are, most of them are lazy and some people work, he will make sure that he brings down the working culture to making sure that everybody is also lazy. But if you put the same lazy person to another company, which has a great working culture where everybody loves to work, they are so passionate about their work and it's like work is worship. If you put the same person in that kind of a company, either he has to upgrade to that kind of work is worship attitude or he will kick himself out because he cannot stand the energy there. So what we are trying to say is same person, two different culture of companies, two different outputs. It is the same with the virus. Virus or a germ is only, a, the, the way the germ is going to respond depends on the culture of your body. And the culture is how strong is your immune system. So it is not true to say that the germ is a cause of the disease. And we are so fanatic about washing our hands, keeping the, uh, the face mask. Of course, hygiene is a priority for healthy living. There is no doubt with that. However, we should be more concerned about the hygiene of the food we eat, the hygiene of the habits that we have. If you are not sleeping well, if you are not coping with the stress in a healthy way, if you are constantly under fear or anxiety or in a depressive tendency or if you are getting emotions of lower levels and if you have strong stiffness in the body and if you are not exercising well enough and if your body is putting on weight and you are not doing much about that, it is quite clear our body's immune system can go low because our hygiene of the habits and the lifestyle is not good. More than the hygiene of our hands, more than the hygiene of the place around us, the hygiene of your lifestyle is the most important foundation for excellent immune system. Now, if you, there is a stand-up comedian called George Carling. He makes a extreme funny comment saying that Today we are so fanatic about washing our hands or swiping ourselves with alcohol uh, dissolution agents that in the United States, before they give a lethal injection, which is like death penalty to someone with an injection, before they give the injection to that person who has to be killed, they swipe the arms with the spirit so that he doesn't get infected in hell. We are so focused on the hygiene on things that are not really the one that is going to matter rather we should focus on the hygienity of the food we consume the lifestyle that we have the habits that we have and most importantly are we relaxing and recovering well after every day-to-day life only when we have this our immune system is going to go up and if you notice there is no viral outbreak that could entirely eradicate a humanity if one germ can create a disease If that same germ goes to 10 different people, all the 10 people should have the same symptomatic response. But why only some people are dying? Why only some people are infected? Why many people who got infected are also recovering? It all depends on how good their immune system is. So we have to let go of this fear that, oh, if there is some germ surrounding there, if I catch that, I'm going to catch this disease. So I'm constantly under a fear at the mercy of where the germ is surrounding me. And it is more like the ostrich keeping its head in the sand so that it feels it is protected from the prey that is coming to attack. So rather than worrying about where is the germ, our body has the greatest pharmacy inside. There is a statement by Deepak Chopra. He says that whatever you buy from a pharmacy, be it a painkiller, be it a steroid, be it a uh, paracetamol, be it even a hormonal therapy that you're taking it is already there in our body our body is already producing it and our greatest advantage is as long as we take care of the immune system see our body itself is a chemical factory whatever you buy from the pharmacy it's already inside us and how good are we taking care of the body is the foundation of the great immune system we need to understand right now we are in the month of march Within few weeks, you can just watch the news. After few weeks, once the sun rises in the cold countries, this is just going to go away and life is going to come back to normal. But what's happening is we all are into deep fear. Like we said, fear of attack is much stronger than the attack itself. And that is what is happening. Now, let us try to understand what are the aspects that we need to focus to improve our immune system. First and foremost thing, if you have a tendency of eating a lot of sugar, bring it down as much as possible, especially during the dinner times. So avoid heavy sugary food. And the second thing, if you drink a lot of liquids that has a sugar, this also includes alcohol, cut down as much as possible. This is not the best time to have these habits. And if you are into the habit of smoking, please, this is the worst time to smoke because this really affects your respiratory health. Another thing, include as much fruits and diet that has high vitamin C supplements. This also includes lemon, this also includes citrus fruits like orange, pineapple. All of this, the more vitamin C you have, your immune system boosts up and also get some vitamin D supplements if you're having. See, vitamins are like the word, it comes from vital. It is so essential for the survival of the body. And most of the people are not aware if they are vitamin deficient or not. So this is one thing you can check and we can get a lot of supplements for that including vitamin B12. All of this is something that we can get it so easily today from the pharmacy. Try to get as much vitamin supplements as possible from your diet itself. And some of the natural antibiotics that we can include in our diet. One is definitely garlic. Garlic is a fantastic blood thinner also it kills kills a lot of worms. Never take garlic in an empty stomach. Rather, try to include it in your diet. But I am not talking about the garlic paste. Just take the natural garlic. You can also warm it up a little bit. This will also really help you. And definitely, we need to hydrate ourselves a lot. People think I need to drink water only when I am thirsty. First of all, we need to understand how much water should I drink is a variable concept depending on where you are the climate that is around you and what kind of physical work that you're doing if your urine is yellow in color it's very important your body is dehydrated unless you're taking some supplements or some tablets that could influence the color of the urinary output otherwise you as long as the urine is clear like water you are hydrating yourself enough i would say in such a situation the more water we drink okay there is also a lot of suspicion what is the enough amount if you have yellow color water make sure yellow color urine make sure you're drinking enough water so i would say ideally one to two liters is a minimum requirement of a person and we have to become conscious about it one of the best habits to make sure you're drinking enough water is carry a water bottle that's a wise investment to have now apart from the water we also need to get into the habit of exercising. In Ayurveda, exercise is a part of dhinacharya, which means a daily ritual. When you exercise daily, what happens is your body is moving, it's a blood thinner, it improves your, uh, the muscle tone and as we said, muscle is the organ of longevity. So when we exercise, it completely renews the whole body's energy. So, this is something we have to follow every day. And in Ayurveda, it is said that exercise should be done in Ardha Shakti. The word Ardha Shakti literally means half your strength. Today, we need to understand there is a significant difference between fitness and being healthy. And the purpose of exercise, even though you have a fitness goal, make sure it is not at the expense of your health. You can be fit and not be healthy. You have see you will see a lot of people who are extremely fit by looking outside but it is not necessary that they have excellent organs inside maybe they could have a fatty liver maybe they are not having in the right heartbeat maybe they could have respiratory issues maybe their immune system can also be weak so being fit does not give you a guarantee that you are healthy but being healthy and not being fit is okay but being healthy and fit this is where we need to achieve so in order to do that Your exercise should always be half your strength, which means after your exercise, you are feeling energetic, you feel alive, you feel awake. That's the whole idea. After the exercise, you feel, wow, this is such a great feeling and I wish to have this feeling back again. Rather, after the exercise, if you are feeling tired, that means you are overdoing it. And In Ayurvedic textbooks, it is mentioned, if you overdo your exercise, it will be like a lion that kills an elephant. Even though we know that elephant is bigger and it looks mightier than the lion but the lion will win eventually but quite slowly. The same way if you overdo your exercise that will take away the vitality of the body slowly just like the way the lion can win over the elephant. And one thing in Ayurveda which is mentioned is how important is sleep. There is this chapter in Charaka Samhita called as Trayobastamba, which means the three foundation pillars of good health and that the first pillar is called as nidra which actually means good sleep and also it could mean relaxation no matter how healthy habits that you live but if you are not having good sleep it has the potential to cancel out all the other healthy habits that you have but rather if your sleep is fantastic you still have the luxury to have some unhealthy habits but that doesn't mean you could go on and do all the unhealthy habits but the point that i'm trying to emphasize here is No matter what healthy habits you do, if you are not focused on how good your sleep is, it actually could cancel out all the other healthy habits. So start with healthy sleep. This is so important. And try to go to sleep as early as possible, which is not later than 10.30 or 11 o'clock. There is an unpublished paper, scientific paper, which says that if if a man can go to sleep between 11 p.m. and 3 a.m., If he can go into deep sleep, that's when the liver function is at its best. So when we sleep, our whole blood is being purified by the liver. And the whole purpose of liver is like, it detoxifies the blood. And our liver's function is highly connected to the earth's magnetic field. So if you try to sleep at 6 o'clock in the morning, and even if you sleep for 10 hours, there is a high possibility that we still wake up tired. Rather, if you go to sleep at night, and even if you wake up at 4 o'clock or even 5 o'clock, there is a high possibility we wake up with a lot of good energy. So, going to sleep at night and waking up early in the morning, this is one of the most foundations of immune system. Nothing can replace a good sleep. When I say nothing can replace, I mean there is no tablet, or a healer or a healing therapy that can replace a good sleep because sleep is the foundation of fantastic vitality and immune system so we should never compromise on the sleep and the other aspect is our nutrition there is a saying should we eat on time or should we eat only when we are hungry now the Ayurveda has a phonetic importance to the schedule which means Only if you train your lifestyle in such a way that your body is hungry on time and then when you eat on time, that makes your metabolism fantastic. So eating on time and or eating when you're hungry, both are partially true. However, if you're hungry on time and then when you eat on time, that's the best. And how much should we eat? There is a statement. If you love to eat, you eat little so you live long enough and so that you can eat a lot. So always Make sure after the food, how do you feel? Do you feel heavy? Do you feel bloated? Do you feel very tired, lethargic? That means either the food is too much or you are eating too fast or the dosage of the food or the kind, the quality of the food is also not good. Try to eat more nature-made food rather than man-made food because nature-made food has high prana because the ener- you are actually what you eat. See, You could have the best car but you don't want to put beer in it. You would rather put good quality fuel that will run the car in a healthy way. The same is with our body, the food is actually the fuel for your life. So be extremely conscious, your hygiene should be on the hygiene of the food which means avoid sugar, reduce milk products, reduce cheese, reduce heavy to digest food as much as possible. And dinner, try to reduce your dinner intake as much as possible, the heavier the dinner the more we are going to feel lethargic the next day morning. And earlier the dinner and lighter the dinner, the next day morning we are going to feel energetic. These are some of the ways our immune system can grow up. And there is also a study which says that when a person is really stressed, our immune system can really go down. And the reason is, our brain is a 200,000 year old organ. Which means, at the time it was being designed by nature's evolution, 200,000 years ago our biggest problems was should I really protect myself from the tiger that is coming in the moment we see a wild animal chasing us we need to escape and survive because the brains ultimate purpose is survival to make sure we are out of danger and the brain is still the same today it is not being updated like every September like an app so today when we see that there is something that is potentially threatening us. Our brain is responding the same way it was responding 200,000 years ago, just like the way a trigger is running after you. So when we see there is a fear of our life that could affect our life, our body releases a hormone called as cortisol. When the cortisol is released, the energy is invested in our hands and our legs so that we can escape, run and survive. So when the energy is invested in the hands and legs, our energy for the vitality of the inner organs, including the digestion, the pancreas, the liver, it has all become less. So which means, see, when we are running to survive, at that time, the body is least concerned about the bacterial infection in our foot or somewhere. It is more concerned about, will I survive this animal that is chasing us? And today, the same way the body responded in the past with a tiger that is chasing us, Today we respond the same way to any fearful news that you read, if you are stuck in the traffic and you are worried you will not make it on time for your meeting and if you see that something is really bothering you. And also let us not forget, today the two top diseases the humanity is facing is not diabetes, not obesity, not heart problems, it is actually anxiety and depression. Which means the way we deal with stress has to become much more healthier. So, exercising is fantastic, spending time in nature is fantastic, reading books that keeps us a sense of security is fantastic. And there is a statement by Marcus Aurelius, a great Stoic in the past. He said that the difference between people who are stressed and people who are happy, people who are stressed are trying to control things that they cannot. Rather, people who are happy are so focused on things that they can actually control. There is no way we can control what germs are around us. However, we can influence certain things. We have complete control on what can go inside our mouth. We have complete control on what time we can train ourselves to go to sleep. We have complete control on training our schedule in such a way that our body becomes hungry on time. And we have complete control on our habits like exercise, drinking more water, drinking vitamin or eating vitamin C rich food. And when you focus all of that, that is when our immunity is fantastic. The greatest power we can have today to overcome the fear of such virus outspread is how can I influence and how can I take part in improving my immune system? Our immunity is the greatest asset that we can have today. And this is also what Ayurveda and Panchakarma does. The whole concept of Panchakarma is to eliminate the toxins in your body so that the body is not wasting its energy to eliminate it. So we give a safe environment for the body to get it, get rid of it. And that is why, even though there is a lot of viral outbreak around the world, especially in cold countries, when you look at a tropical climate, right now it is hot in Kerala, also in places like Sri Lanka. When it is hot, the viral outbreak is not so much like you see it in a cold country. In fact, not so much, it's even so less, you can count in fingers. That is how, it, even if somebody is coming with infection, within a few days they are recovering from it because the weather supports the recovery much faster. And also on top of that, sun is a great antidepressant. So within few weeks, the sun is going to come back, the winter is going to go away, things are definitely going to come back to normal. And whatever fear there is, we need to understand it is just an illusion. So invest in your health. Your health is the number one priority that the news is trying to tell us and let us not r- believe that we are completely at the mercy of something outside if you catch it if you touch something and that's it your life is coming to an end rather your immunity has such enormous powers to protect from any kind of germ and it's all about how good is your immune system read more about how can i improve my immunity focus on meditation focus on alternative and holistic health sciences like ayurveda go to a retreat where they do panchakarma so that you get rid of the toxins that pile up with our daily lifestyle. There is a statement in 10,000 BC, the sugar consumption of the humanity was 20 teaspoons per year. Whereas today we consume about 22 teaspoons per day. And our physical activity has come down completely compared to what it was 10,000 years ago. And this is why people are more sick today with small things compared to how it was before. Of course, even though I say that in those days, uh, people were dying mostly because of uh, old age or there could be an infection that could come and eradicate them. But today, we have an excellent anti-infective therapy by the modern medicine. But that doesn't mean our immunity can be taken for granted. Our immunity can never be increased or improved by taking a pill or a flu shot or a vaccination it is all a result of our lifestyle the lifestyle that we have is the foundation of excellent immune system and that is what ayurveda has told many thousands of years ago immunity is our greatest asset today considering what is happening around the world thank you so much for this listening and wish you a wonderful day ahead